0: Okay, so <laughs> I'm a different now. I'm not starting with that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of Bloody Babbles hey, Podcast! Yes. <laughs> Babylonians. Today's episode is brought to you by Hugh Kitchen. Hugh is a family founded chocolate and snacking company focused on creating products that match ultra simple ingredients with unbeatable taste. Built on a strong mission to help people give back to human, Hugh only uses simple, real, and responsibly sourced ingredients. Hugh obsessively vets every ingredient to unite unbeatable taste with unmatched simplicity. They go beyond what is easy and expected to ensure that their products and practices are ethical and put both humanity and the human body first. All of Hugh's products are gluten-free, dairy-free, refined sugar-free, and aren't heavily processed. Use code POD for 15% off your next purchase at Hugh Kitchen. That's code POD. POD, P-O-D, for 15% off at dot ncom And find out why Hugh helps people get back to human. So, I started to hit record, and then I had to stop because my son, I thought he peed his pants. Yeah. but really <laughs> he didn't. He just has to pee. He just had to pee. We're in the, we're potty training. We're in that phase. we are I'd say we're like 80% there. Yes. He's, he's doing really he's good. Doing really good. And Eating and I think is good. It's the it's pooping, right? Pooping sometimes. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a struggle. He doesn't really. We haven't got the wiping process yet. But What's I mean, I mean that takes time. For sure. I mean, I'm 27, and sometimes I struggle, right? and I'm not afraid to admit that. Exactly. Especially when you
1: gain weight,
0: <clears> like yep, it's a whole new uh, contorted contortion. Yeah, and it hurts. Out. So, um, yeah. Hey. Zoe and Shiva are in the background. They are I have to cage one dog because they can't share a bowl because yeah, they're they aggressive. Eat. Yeah. And it's Zoe, my tiny little I still haven't posted a picture of them. I need to get my Hi. life together. I hate that. But like, um, hello, I'll post it sure in the montage mean. of pictures. And then Xander not Xander. That kid's not here. Zabri and the <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Zavri and Arlo, maybe in the background. Hopefully, they'll be not as aggressive. But you know, we we work with it. This is what happens when you do have mothers doing a podcast. I mean, it is what yeah. it is. And um, yeah, yep, yep. So um, I hope everybody's doing great. Oh, okay. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. so I check obviously our international and everybody listeners. And I know we're, I think we're in 41 States and also the district of Columbia, which I think that's just coming. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so yeah, we added, I went and actually checked the UK because the UK, you know, is just a very large. What's it? <laughs> Country. <laughs> I was going to say large, like region. Cause that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Five, I'm fine guys. fine. We're like literally yeah. in the middle of a windstorm. Like it's a lo- there's a whole lot going on outside right now. Um, yeah, like sixty mile an hour. Sixty mile an hour, winds. an hour winds. You can't see anything. The dirt literally looked like a smoke cloud. I, we thought something was on fire, but no, it's it's dirt. We're in Kansas. Remember that.
1: Wetlands
0: and Flat- but dirt. Yep. Um, I keep getting messages. And if messages. there are trees. They're probably gonna follow, and hopefully not into my house. So send good vibes, guys, yeah. or start donating. Well, <laughs> donate to the Patreon in case I have to buy a new house. I can't be this, so The wind's totally over you. That's true. <laughs> you right. You right. Um, but no. Okay. So I'll. So yeah, we're in forty-one states plus the District of Columbia, and then Bangladesh. Hello. Hello. I don't know how to. I don't even know what language you speak. So, well, obviously they speak some English if oh. they're listening. Ew. There's a cricket. Is it a cricket? Hello there, friend. Yeah,
1: it's, not a,
0: a, not a, it's a cricket. It's a black cricket.
1: Hello. It's a, it's a big He's a big boy. You want to go out in the wind? No. no it's not to to Zoe's. Get, Zoe, what's
0: that? Get, the right get it. Sorry, Sorry, insect lovers. <laughs> no. <laughs> she probably won't even catch it. Oh, Jared, you. Go she die. just walked off. She didn't even care. <laughs> she Don't is worry. with mice. she like, <laughs> chased mice. She's so confusing. Okay. But yeah, so Bangladesh, and then I, like I said, I went into the region of the UK because it just puts everyone together. But I found Scotland. Hey. Okay. Northern Ireland, and straight up England. Thank you all! Which is so much. great considering our story today takes place in England. Because oh, Dum- as we all know, it is spooky season. Yep, yep, yep. Spooky <coughs> for Granted, spooky season's all the time for me. I'm pumped. There's new things going on on Netflix and shows I need to watch and scary things and spooky things. Oh, I need to plug in my Computer, we don't need that to die. Yeah, can we make sure that this is recording too? Can you hear us? All? Hello? Hello? Yeah. It is. Okay, okay. <laughs> but on that note, I am gonna pause for a hot minute. Huh? And now we're back. Hello. Um, yeah, that was a short break because I had to unplug the soundboard and replug it in so I could plug in my laptop. That way it'll charge while this crazy. Plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> so, um, Shauna was gonna do a rabbit hole on this story and it ended up turning out to be a whole heck of a lot more. Yeah. It was like a so, wormhole? Yeah, a it's wormhole. <laughs> it's, it's where I live. It just sucks you in and takes the life out of you. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe a little. It just blows here. Ah! <laughs> but speaking of spooky season, and I'm, I am I want to try and gear towards more um, scary, like... spectacular things. Like, yeah. Um, gearing towards Halloween, which is actually when this human was born. Yes. If you can even call her human. yeah. Well, so I'm if you're unfamiliar, we're gonna be talking about Mary Ann Cotton. Cotton Cotton. But she was born Mary Ann Robson and but she later changed her last name because this lady goes through a whole hell of a lot of husbands. So our English listeners.
1: Hey, if you know more about this, do you have pictures that she shared that we don't share?
0: Ooh, please show yes. us. Let or us if know, you know any is. stories about this. Oh, yeah, give us more details. <laughs> This this article that I'm reading from <clears throat> that we got notes from. Oh my gosh, it's very very in depth, but I was just like, holy crap! But she was born October 31st, 1832. You know, the other day, it's <laughs> gonna um, become a thing now too. Um, in County Durham in England. So if anybody lives near there, be like, um, yeah, we know where she. We know what we know. This is. She was a pretty normal kid growing up, which is crazy considering what she does later in life. But no one in her and no one in her family or circle of friends could have predicted the monster she would eventually become. Laying the foundation. Laying the foundation Mm -hmm. for this wackadoodle crazy English woman. And if you
1: guys hear that in the background, that's literally the wind happening. You may be able to
0: hear it or you'll hear um, things uh, crashing against my house. You may hear us blow away. And you You may hear slurp noises because you know what I'm drinking. <laughs> sponsor me.
1: Yeah, me too. Hey, okay, thanks. But I'm drinking something different. But it's fine. uh Monster. Oh no, no alcoholic.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've. I used to drink with Kelly. Yeah, we'd yeah, always drink. But. but yeah, it's my a sober a, sister. A sober sister. And if you're sober sisters or brothers, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, um let us know because we want to celebrate you. Yeah. Because absolutely. um, it's me, being and my uh, I've. Learned how to be better about my drinking, considering the amount I sometimes consume. Um, <laughs> so back on to this lady of crazy. This is what you're here for, guys. Okay, so um, okay, yep. Okay, there's the mm, okay, It's okay, now. Zoe. It's all right. It's okay, baby. Give it. Okay, that's just your face. In fact, the Sunday school she attended when she was young described her as the most exemplary and regular attender a tender. She just went a lot. She's never No, it says a tender. (laughs) A tender. Oh, my God. Hello? Wow, things are being thrown against your wall. It's making me a little nervous. I really... I mean, I have a... It sounds like something's up on my roof. sounds like something's up against your wall. I mean, I have a chair out there. Well, not anymore. Yeah, but it's like a plastic chair. Yeah, it's not doing that. That's big. Um uh guys uh, uh okay now we're back <laughs> i hope you guys enjoyed the video that you guys will get to see before this episode airs so y'all will enjoy that you'll enjoy our uh, breeze what we're going through okay so back to miss marianne um her early years were spent in low morsley. But her parents decided to move to Merton Village in County Durham when she was about eight years old. Hey, dogs, stop! When she was sixteen, so we go from eight to sixteen. Her family received the devastating news that her father, a mine worker, fell uh, fell to his death at his work. He immediately died on impact after a hundred and fifty foot fall. Holy crap! That's that's a uh, like, okay.
1: So obviously an instant death. Yeah. But could you like? The thoughts going through your head, knowing I'm not going to. This see, is it. Like, this oh. is it. Those are the things that scare me. Like when you hear, sorry, bad When you hear about people who jump, can barely see. You know, but obviously he didn't jump. For sure, yeah. No, but yeah, just a like, sudden, like,
0: sudden news. The thoughts going through your head, like this is it. This is Ugh. it. I'm going to die right now. I'm never going to see my family again. Holy crap! Not maybe that, He's a minor. Dark down know. there. Maybe i making light of terrible things. Yeah. Fine. Um, the Making thing, light of dark situations. was on a roll gun. <laughs> I lost my vision going out in this windstorm, and she's got all the singers. <laughs> so the sudden news took the entire family by surprise, and little did they know that it would also completely change their lives for good. So, um, heartbreakingly, this is awful. Her father's body was delivered by the Merton... Collier, Colliery. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's probably similar to like a, uh, okay, cool. I thought it was a recording for a hot minute. I'm like, Oh my God. No. Um, Colliery in a sack that bore a stamp reading property of the South Hetton coal company. Her mom was the one who received the body and didn't even have enough time to take in the news when they got an eviction notice, like because their house was linked to, um, his work and they had no other choice but to leave after his funeral. And that was in 1843. Her mom decided she was ready to remarry. So pause, pause, but like, can you imagine like, we
1: talk about how work doesn't care about you. Like people's work doesn't care. But like that, that dude dies on the job and and they, they send his body. They, they bury him. And they're like, by the way, get the fuck out. You're evicted. Yep.
0: Bye. Enjoy. That oh, my goodness, okay, but yeah, I just yuck. So I don't. Okay, it so says when she was sixteen when that happened. Yes. Okay, so that would have been eighteen forty-eight. Okay. And they said her mom was ready to marry. What? Like immediately, it sounds right. Yeah, she was born in. The year she was born, it, it that says in eighteen forty-three, she was ready to remarry. That doesn't that doesn't add up. I don't know if these are correct. Now I am the Confucian. Eighteen thirty-two. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, we're just gonna keep on trucking. Okay. These sources are wackadoodle, but um, she apparently she yeah she got remarried pretty darn quickly. She got a new stepfather. His name was George Scott. He was also a miner, because apparently that's just the path you should keep going. Yeah, mine, no.
1: Not not like underage, guys, We're talking mining, mining business.
0: Miner, yeah, like <laughs> coal mining, diamond mining, whatever they did in England at that time. But I guess, I mean, that was that a pretty was common thing. thing. Um, you're thirsty? You can go scoop some water out of the toilet. I don't know. You can see what's in my fridge. I have no idea. We should start bringing drinks when we come here? I've got stuff in my fridge. I've, I've got bring some juice. juice. I don't have milk. I can guarantee you that. But, um, okay, so... Mary Ann did not get along with her stepfather and he didn't seem to be willing to make things work with her, so she moved out at the age of six. Keys. Hold Savory, She said juice. Okay. So, now we're rolling back in here. Ugh, this pictures creepy. Um... So she moved to a nearby village called South Hutton. Because she's going to get along with herself yes. again. Right. Okay. Yep. And she decided to start a career as a nurse. And she lived with a person named Edward Potter, who is a manager at Merton Colliery. So this Colliery must be like... Is it a small town, I'm assuming? Maybe? No, like, Colliery is like a... It's like a place. I want, well, her dad came from the Colliery, so is that like, like a funeral visit. home or something? Yeah, or... I'm gonna look it up really fast, Colliery. People from England are be like, uh duh. A coal mine and the buildings and equipment associated with it. Okay. Oh, so it's li- okay. All right. So that that's wild. So after <laughs> after three years of working as a nurse, she returned to her mother's home to become a dressmaker. That isn't like, Okay, whatever. When she was 20, she married her first husband. Keep that in mind. First husband, a man called William Mowbray. And he was, ding, 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 a coal mine worker at the newcastle upon Tyne Register office. Okay, he worked in the office, so maybe that's a little less stressful. Oh, she's got a house. Front Street, West Auckland, home of Mary Ann Cotton. Just after the wedding, the couple moved to Plymouth, Devon. And it says that they unofficially had nine children. Why is it unofficial, Nicole? Because eight of them died of gastric fever and weren't even registered at the time. Uh, the couple lost almost other children to this gastric fever, but neither the births nor deaths of these children were ever registered. Yes, That's eight I'm humans the they had that died. All yeah, of this the isn't same exa- carriages. This isn't no. stuff like that. This like is. They, like they, she they birthed born. nine, and eight of them died of gastric fever. One of of all of their children, the couple had one daughter with her birth actually recorded at Saint Germans in 1856, and her name was Margaret Gain. And then, okay, 19, 1856. She died in 19. It says 1960. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Type 1860. So she only lived to be either three or four years old based off, depending on when she was born. But she, um, Marianne quickly had another daughter with the, with the same name in 1861. Okay. That's, that's unsettling. And then well, with
1: that many babies, you ran out of names.
0: Yeah. And then a son named William soon after that, but he also died of gastric fever. It's going to be a reoccurring thing guys. Just so you're aware. You hear breathing and obnoxious sounds. That's because Shiva has joined the podcast. Hello. Uh, Hello. Thank you. There's 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 her sniffs. (laughs) Um, Concurrently, her husband William was working at a steam vessel as a foreman, and he was just then diagnosed with an intestinal problem, Mm -hmm. and died a couple weeks after that as well. So they lost their baby William. Well. They lost many babies. Okay? Yeah, they lost all, a lot of babies. It's absolutely awful. they get down. Um, the company where William worked covered his and his children's life insurance. So after his death, she received 35 pounds, which today would be the equivalent of 3,371 pounds. But I don't know what that is in American dollars. So, yep, we're sitting well with it. Which was the sum of a manual worker's half a year's wages back then. Because we're back in like the you know eighteen sixties. Mm-hmm. These drawings of her are just wacky, and they'll all be on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. After the death of her husband in newly enriched bank account, mm-hmm. she moved to See him See him Harbor. See him Harbor? See him, sure. Where she met him, him murdered. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> I like this guy's last name that she meets. His name is Joseph. I'm gonna say natural. Because it sounds like mattress.
1: <laughs> because it like, sounds like nitrous?
0: Nitrous okay. or natros. <laughs> Natras. I don't know. I think it's nat. It looks like it looks like mattress with A's and an N. I'm fine. I'm dumb. Bye. There's a It's fine. They started a serious relationship, but he was engaged to another woman at the time.
1: Oh, it sounds like a winner. He's a piece of garbage.
0: And then he goes on to marry this other woman even though he had this relationship with Marianne. So she moved on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's probably not a terrible thing, but anyways, okay. but she moves and starts a job at the Sunderland infirmary infirmary. I can't, I'm fine. Okay. I'm going to blame my non-reading abilities on the fact that wind we just went out in the windstorm and wind I can't see the even though I'm fine. Um, at that point, she only had two daughters alive from the nine children she had with William. Her first husband, you know, who mysteriously, magically died of intestinal issues. Um, eventually, though, her three-year-old daughter also died, leaving Marianne with her only youngest daughter still alive, which she sent to live with her mother while she worked at while she worked at this infirmary. Yeah. And she, of course, goes to meet another man named George Ward, okay. and he was an engineer. Was actually. And he was actually a patient at the time at the hospital. She was working or this infirmary. I know that's what they... It's a hospital. It's fine. They started a relationship and married in August of 1865. Ooh, she's, she's an unsightly woman. I'm like, um, sorry. I keep scrolling past pictures and I'm like... Or looking at pictures and I'm like, oh, girl. Um, he never got better because they met in the hospital and he ended up succumbing to... Guess what? Guess what? Intestinal problems and paralysis in 1866. Though the couple had only been married for one year at this point, point, it's still believed that although Ward's doctor at the time was aware he was quite ill, he wasn't expecting his death to be so sudden. Hmm. So his death certificate ended up stating he died of typhoid, which, I'm like, is she... I don't know if, uh, I was When I was like, I heard about this, I'm like, is it typhoid Mary? But I think that's a completely different story. Okay. Um, and English cholera, though the thing started look questionable by then by, by, by yep. <laughs> she once again collected that money and hey. went on with her life it's not like so all, they married yeah they were married okay and he lived for a year and then boom magical oh, intestinal okay. issues i'll fix that <laughs> i'm a mess we're really? a hot mess i mean we literally are blown out <laughs> of our minds right now <laughs> ah only because of wind and not I- guns I- <laughs> Dun, dum, dum, dum. Oh, I have the soundboard. I gotta go get it. Um, That same year, she met another man. This girl don't waste no time. No, Love don't mean shit to her. No, 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 no. Um, the uh, This time, the unlucky gentleman was a widower called James Robinson. Really? He had three children at the time of his own. So she's got her one daughter... Oh, living children, yes. And she's got one daughter that lives with her mom, and he's got three children. And he was a shipbuilder in Sunderland. Mm. So they met... So, I would have decent money. Mm-hmm. So, in November of that year, he hired her as a housekeeper. Oh, this is about to get scandalous. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. So, just one month after she joined this family as a housekeeper, one of his children died. Oh, my. Guess what? The child's death was caused by cash is gastric fever i don't know he looks at it yeah do it okay. which was coincidentally exactly the same reason majority of her children died majority all all but one all but one um he found himself in pieces and conveniently turned to her for comfort and solace mm-hmm. not the right choice my dude r.i.p um spoiler Oops. here we go gastric fever my friends The disease has been referred to by various names,
1: often associated with symptoms such as gastric fever, enteric fever, abdominal typhus, infantile remittent fever, slow fever, nervous fever. Okay, thank you. I don't need all these.
0: We just want to know what it is. Yeah. I don't need to know all the names. names.
1: A bacterial disease spread through contaminated food and water or close contact. Vaccines are recommended in areas where typhoid fever is common.
0: So kind of a branch off of typhoid fever.
1: Through contaminated food or water, though. That's how you get it. So dirty waters and dirty foods. That had to be pretty common back in the
0: day. Well, yeah, because we didn't have like the purification systems that we have now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he turns to her for comfort after his child lost his wife. You know, he's got two other kids. They, you know, best way to comfort someone is banging them. Yep. She ends up pregnant with his kid. You got to remember, this woman has birthed nine babies. So this is number 10. So not too long after, uh, she, re- uh, Marianne received the news that her mother was sick and decided to visit her. And then only nine days after her visit, Mom dies. Hmm. 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 Nothing questionable. Nothing. nothing no, questionable not at all. Anybody not even one letter. With nope. Guys. So Marianne then had decided to take her child, Isabella, then who you? who Marianne's own child, the one okay, she who okay. she had sent to live with her mother for okay. a couple of years, okay. to live with her and the Robinsons' remaining children. Once again, not too long after Isabella joined the household, she starts complaining of huh, stomach pains. Oh, yeah. Maybe intestinal? Question mark, question mark. <gasps> eyebrow raise, eyebrow raise. I she know. died along with his two remaining children. All the kids are dead. Hey, this bitch can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't purifying no water. She'd boil the hell out of it and then freaking go see a priest. The three poor children died suddenly in April. We're bad. This is terrible. (laughs) God. I think it's more stress laughing than anything (laughs) else. Well, I mean, we're on
1: episode 22, 23. 23,
0: This will be 22.
1: 22. 22. So, like, not, you know... you roll with the punches, you know what you're getting into, and we're gonna, we're gonna crack some, some bad
0: Because this is a little stressful. <laughs> but of course, this dumb bitch fucking collects life insurance payment from her daughter, who was still linked to her previous marriage. Wow. And she received a little over five pounds for her remaining child's death. But you remember, she pregnant. Oh, boy. Well, yep. Yeah, yeah, I forgot, thank you. I- yep. So he was pretty devastated. I mean, um, yeah, you lost first your wife, then he loses one child, then he gets a, gets to know a stepdaughter, basically, mm-hmm. and then boom, your two other kids plus your stepdaughter, all dead within a matter of months. But that wouldn't cause me to think anything. Right. Because her and it,
1: baby died, too.
0: Yeah, I know. And who knows if she told all a lot of, about all the other All, babies, like, all 912 of them. Right, yeah. Um, he, it's funny you say that because it says right here he wasn't able to connect any of the dots in this terrible situation. So they they got, oh, they weren't even married yet. Ooh, scandal. Oh. August of 1867. Then they had their first child together a month later. Huh. So in March of 1868, so they got married, yeah, in August. So the baby was born in September of 1867. Her and her new husband's. Um, in March, uh, guess what? The kid got sick. Oh, and guess what? It died. Like, (laughs) baby. So, so if it had been born in September, October, November, December, January, February, March, about six months old, but then they don't waste no time. She gets pregnant and they have another baby in June of 1869. So during their marriage, she begins pressuring him to get life insurance for himself just in case something happens to him. Hey. All our kids keep dying. Mm. But we're old. Why aren't we dead yet? Why are you investing in some salt? Salt yep. helps preserve, make food better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. She tried to pre- pressure him in a subtle way like, hey, honey, why don't you put $100,000 life insurance on your head just in case? Well, Something happens. Right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 nudging you with a fucking knife. So she keeps bringing up this reference to uh, life insurance and he starts getting suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Sorry, can't help it. Dude, he's like, mm, girl, he starts an investigation of his own and he finds some mind-blowing facts, which we've already said several. Because all these kids, either gastric fever or right. intestinal issues. It's like, who oh, what causes this? Don't worry, we're going to tell you. Don't just hold on to your universal titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently, okay, okay, keep in mind, before I say this, this, she's collected money from all these dying children, husbands, but it shows that she is 60 pounds in debt at the time and stolen about 50 pounds from her husband, current husband, Robinson. I'm drooling. Whoa. Slurp noises, you're welcome. It. I'm getting, I'm over, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> so, everything's blowing outside. Everything's blowing in my mind. It's just, there's tumbleweeds everywhere. <laughs> Metaphorically with this information. And after a fight that involved courts, he managed to get her out of his life, winning full custody of their son, George. Good. So that was the baby they had in that in June after their six month old baby died. Thank the heavens for that.
1: Yeah, and then as far as the deep investigating, he, if, if most of those babies weren't documented, yeah. Only one out of nine. So eight babies. One out of.
0: It's not even nine. That's like 13? Well, she yeah, had nine. She'd had nine, but eight of them were documented. Yeah. Documented, yeah. Like, no birth no certificates, one? no
1: death certificates. How is that even possible? <gasps> Dude, 1860s. I guess people were having babies at home. So it's not like. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. not quite as easy to track, like. You'd have to make sure that you got the documentation for movies back then. It wasn't as yep. like it is. Okay.
0: Shauna is is a little slow. It's fine. <laughs> We're all slow here. It's fine. So uh, Marianne was not prepared for this. Due to all this happened with uh, Mr. Robinson. And she found herself living in the streets. Hey-o. So one of her friends introduced her. I'm assuming to her friend. Her friend's brother. Frederick Cotton. Hey. who was Who is a widower. Another one. and <laughs> Okay, where he lives, though. Wall bottle, Northumberland. Whoa. Wall. Wall bottle, Northumberland. Ooh, I like it. Good job, sister. Thank you. Please don't hate me. <laughs> Dude, she's hideous. I I can't. She has to have a pussy egg. Oh. go! <laughs> oh, so, when he met her, he had already lost two of his four children. To so, like fever? Oh, or whatever? <laughs> they had already died prior to his meeting her. So, okay. she had... well. We can't say she has a hand in it yet, but you'll, you're putting pieces of the puzzle together, you'll know. Um, his sister, the friend that she um, introduced, said Margaret had been acting as a mother figure to the two of his remaining children at that point. So she's been a super auntie.
1: Kind of like my sister. <gasps> yeah.
0: He loves my child. I kind of do a lot. <laughs> he loves her a lot. He and loves Bree more. He yeah. loves Bree. That's his, my niece is his BFFFFF. But sadly, oh, here we go. March of 1870, Margaret, the sister, died of some <gasps> stomach problems. She's out. Un- leaving Frederick, her brother, unconsolable. Aw, Frederick. So she had to kill her. If it put any piece to yeah, I don't know. You,
1: you, because if there's a will, there's a she's got to get. Right, <laughs> there's a way she won't be getting money. So she needs to make sure her sister's out of the fucking
0: picture. She found this grieving moment, the perfect time to swoop in and take care of him and his children. Of course! She's, uh, she's a goddamn monster! Psycho! Okay, okay. And, um, eventually she, of course, you know, becomes pregnant because the universe is like, give her 15 children. Well. This time experiencing her 12th pregnancy. 12. 12. Okay. As ladies who have birthed humans, she, three, three, three. You gave, you've given birth to three.
1: Well, I... Well, I yes. Gave birth... Not necessarily... Caesarean, but yes. But I, have still, held, I have had three she's babies She's had in three my
0: beating hearts inside of her womb. Mm-hmm. And I've had one. Twelve motherfucking pregnancies? Like how does she even have a figure at all? Like... like sorry, I mean... Like, are they just walking out by then? Yeah. They're just walking out? Oh, like, no, With this the and the, yeah. the fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. Salagmites and stalactites. <laughs> yeah. God That's bless it. Out. I just spit. Little did Cotton know <laughs> that 10 of Mary's 11 previous children were all dead. Oh, my God! Because I'm assuming... Oh, no. Isabella ended up dying. George. I forget George. Uh, went with his father, thank god. Yeah, so
1: definitely.
0: but they got married in September of eighteen seventy and their son Robert was born in the beginning of eighteen seventy one. So after just after he was born, mm-hmm. she received news from her previous lover, Mr. Mattress. Just kidding, Joseph Mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't and it maybe it's probably like Natros or something crazy. She whispering sweet nothings into your ear. Her and she my dog Sheba, she's a bull <laughs> Pitbull. I was like bull boxer. <laughs> she's, she's, she's a pit bull boxer. Report. She's Brindle and she's beautiful and she loves Aunt <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so mister i N I'm gonna call him mattress because I think it's funny.
1: It oh. looks like she's enjoying herself because if I did this <laughs> and it's not what happened. <laughs>
0: um He was only living thirty miles away from the village where she lived and he was <gasps> single. Oh girl. This is... I'm going to use that picture. That is a hot mess face right there. He just... This hoe bag... Just gave birth to her twelfth child, right. and she's gonna pursue an extramarital affair with Mister Mattress
1: <laughs> and pick up where things left off so after a couple
0: is, of years. What's so special I about mean, him? Maybe, maybe she, I don't. I'm just. She trying, got that magic vagina. He's got the wonder. Right. Uh, because she's putting out. Yeah, I don't know. I want to know what right, he looks right, like maybe,
1: now. I know women had to put out Because, I mean,
0: we're. It's not like we're completely different species. Right. So, but wow. Things got so serious in this affair that she convinced her current husband and family to move houses so they could be closer to him. So she could go be a hell bag. She conv- she, so she said, hey, honey, I want to sleep with this hey, other person. Frederick. No, he remains clueless about her affair. He had no oh, idea okay. it was happening. But he's like, oh, let's move here. Like, there's so many more opportunities wow, here. Geez. So I can go be a nasty little skank. <laughs> I'm fine. And of course, things? he was completely unaware that his life was just about to end. Uh, because uh, within a couple of months of them moving, he gets a stomach bum. bum. I read the words succumb first. A stomach bum. Bug. bug. I'm fine. The bum bum. He died not bum long bum. after that. God bless it. Okay, guys. Hey. Ladies. Please. So she got a job in the area as a nurse and agreed with Natros. Net- I think it's Natros. Natrosh. And um, I think she move in together because, you know, why not? So he packed his fucking bags and moved the fuck in. Wow. Where she had previously and quite recently lived with Frederick. Who.
1: Why didn't he just move into her vagina? It seems big enough.
0: God. Nine, <laughs> or nine babies. Twelve babies walking out of it. So. <laughs> Oh God! So she um, was introduced to the case of a patient who had smallpox, and she they who and they needed a nurse like ASAP is possible. I love saying that. If you're not a fan of the office, then you wouldn't get it, so it's fine. So she um, yeah goes into nursing at, and helps this guy named Don Quick Manning. Yeah, John Quick Manning. Mm-hmm. And it was found out later that his name was Richard Quick Man, not yeah, John. Quick. Dick. Quick. Dick, I want this Dick Quickman. man. <laughs> yeah, and, but his but his name wasn't that. It was not. And it was Richard Quickman, <laughs> not John. Since no records in town pointed towards the existence of a person with the name John Quick Manning, suspicious. So while she was nursing him, she began yet another affair and got pregnant lucky number 13 which is the date this is going to be out in an ear, ear holes so so as soon as she got pregnant her son from her marriages with frederick died He's so she had, yeah uh is that robert i think his name is robert by that time marianne uh managed to convince the trust to or Naturess. i love Natress because it sounds like mattress. to make changes to his will to include her as a beneficiary, making sure that his life insurance would cover her if he died. So this man, Natris, Natros, whatever, moves into her house right after Fred dies, and she's just like, "Oh my God, we're so in love." And then she meets Don Quick, Dick Man, whatever, and she's like, "Oh, I want that dick in me." And then, boom! Hello, I'm pregnant. Oh, uh, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. But he had no idea that she was pregnant with another man's child. Um, Natress, when his unexpected death came. So she killed the man that she'd been, like, after forever and ever and ever, but guess what? Guess what? He died of sudden gastric fever! Oh my word. And she got him to put, his, uh, put him as the beneficiary, so she got his estate. A oh, oh, large part of his oh, estate. Oh, and collecting his life insurance because she's a fucking monster. Yeah. Okay. So, gonna double check this. It's fine. It's great. So, her downfall began when yes. a he parish fell. when a parish parish official named Thomas Riley approached her. Uh, uh, Thomas Riley? Yeah, yes, okay. you. He needed her help in nursing a woman who had fallen ill with smallpox. She replied that um, Charles Edward, who was the last fr- surviving son of Frederick Cotton, would be in her way if she was to take the job. Okay. So she asked Riley if it would be all right for the boy to be committed to a workhouse. Riley rejected the ask, explaining that at such a young age, she would have to accompany him. She replied, I won't be troubled long. He'll go like all the rest of the cottons. Bruh. Whoops. That's a little bit Uh, of a confession. Freudian Freudian slipe. Yep. (laughs) What? <laughs> slut? Afraidian <there>? slut? Slut, stupid <laughs> or bag. I'm fine. So, according to Marianne, he was terminally sick and wasn't going to live much longer anyway. Hmm. Within five days, Charles Cotton was found dead. Oh my gosh. So Thomas Riley did not feel things were adding up and asked the local doctor to delay completing his death certificate to be able to investigate it. Cause this guy's a goddamn genius. So after he died, she goes to the insurance office expecting to get her money. And they're like, mom can't be paid if there's no death certificate. And she's like, and, uh, that (laughs) bro. Oh my God! Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Shauna just wrote a message to me that I can't say on live radio, radio live podcast because things life life. life. But um, um, we know a person who may have been this woman in a past life. Okay, so that's all we'll say about that. So, um, you know, they opened this a jury appointed to the investigation that or. Appointed to the investigation concluded that Charles had died from natural causes. She justified it claiming she had used arrowroot to relieve him from pain caused by his supposed illness. Arrowroot? Arrowroot. Hold on. I feel like there's things that are linked to arrowroot. Um, but she added, I've heard of arrowroot before. What have you heard of? Uh, I've heard it in another podcast because that's all I do with my life. Okay. Okay. Um, she added that he's, yeah. He started the, Riley started the investigation and had made all of these accusations against her because she had rejected him.
1: Okay, so for those like me who have never heard of arrowroot before, uh-huh. arrowroot is a starch obtained from the rhizomes, R-H-I-Z-O-M-E-S, yep. of several tropical plants, traditionally meronta, oh my gosh, Ar- 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 aruandacea. A r u n d i n a c
0: e a. All right, Zoe. I talked about this happening live. My dog Zoe, is humping, humping, humping. My other dog, humping. But
1: also, Florida error arrowroot from Zamia or Zamia interfolia, and oh my gosh, there's too many big words. It comes from a plant.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I know it's it's supposed to help like. I think it's used in, like, medicinal purposes, obviously, so, but I I thought there was, I love so cute. Okay, so, like I said, Riley had started, they said that he started the investigation and said all these accusations against her because she had rejected him. Nah, honey, you said, oh, this kid's gonna die like the rest of them. Yeah. And then he did. Yeah. And the story wouldn't add up. And local newspapers caught on to it as they do, and they found out about she had lost four husbands, one, two, three, four, her mother, a lover, a friend, and a total of eleven children.
1: So they found out about the other baby? Yeah. Obviously. Yep. Okay. okay. So the journalist, um that'd be hard to I'm sorry. That would that be a lot to back extent. then. One hundred percent. Eleven 15, But it's, okay, 15, so. when when it's not documented... Yeah, that's even more unsettling. That that I don't under. I mean, so my my point is that type of investigating has that's some deep diving investigation. Yeah, not like today with the internet and this. And then right. like we were talking about if we're doing right now a little bit ago uh-huh. about how when we have babies now it's documented immediately. Really, mm-hmm. you know,
0: you've got to get a birth certificate. Yeah, you've, you've got, got to.
1: I mean, I guess you cannot. For but your dogs. Oh,
0: that is my toilet paper. Oops! Fantastic. So, so 11, 15, 16, 17, 18. So this is 18 people that have died in her life that she was connected to. And the journalist found out that every single person had died from strange. No, no. no. Strange stomach issues. That is Shauna um rubbing stuff in my dog's nose because she ate a toilet rubbing paper roll. Thank chair. God we're not in a shortage, guys. Okay. But um, yeah, they all died of stomach issues. As well as the fact that Marianne moved too many times around London in a very short amount of time. Yeah.
1: Okay. Don't okay. be
0: suspicious. Okay. So that's okay. So maybe the
1: gravestones, because I'm assuming maybe they buried. I mean, I don't. Okay. I Who knows? Too many assumptions. So, I'm still trying to figure out how they found out about the babies that weren't documented. So rumors in the newspaper. No. She. No. I didn't know the toilet paper.
0: My dog is kind of a genius and kind of I'm awful. She may have got it out of the Arlo's bathroom, actually. That's fine. The chair that was beating up my house just a little bit ago. So it shows. Um, well, rumors in the newspaper resulted in an actual police investigation. The doctor who had attended to Charles Cotton um, kept several samples, which concluded that his body contained arsenic. Jesus, Mary Joseph. No, Marianne. Marianne, Marianne, Joseph. Joseph, God dang it! <laughs> Get out! God. So the police found out about this, and she was arrested instantaneously. No, you were. Doing she was toilet paper, and we're she not, was we're not doing the love fist now. She was charged with Charles's murder, mm-hmm. and but she remember all this is happening. She gets cute. She's still pregnant. I was gonna say with uh with Dick Quickman, yeah, whatever, dude, <laughs> they, <laughs> How about we don't throw balls in the house, please? Yeah, let's not do that. Because I don't need to break a window, okay? okay don't Especially throw the in not the house. that baseball, okay? okay? You can roll it on the floor. Okay. Or you, or you can throw arms. a fit. That's fine. So, um, yeah, she was pregnant, and there was a problem with the selection of the prosecution counsel, so the trial became delayed. So, on January 10th, 1873, she gave birth to a daughter, Margaret Edith Quick Manning Cotton. Since she was no longer pregnant, her trial started in March of that year, and it was the baby immediately put up for adoption or given to. It may have been given to John Quick Dick Manning, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the attorney general, attorney general's protege Charles Russell being appointed as the prosecutor of the case. Okay. I always get prosecutor and defender, so that prosecutor is the one who's against her. I always have to put that together in my yeah, head because I, I'm stupid.
1: You're not stupid. I'm I like stupid. I,
0: I just forget. Um the trial would be the first of many high-profile pro- okay <laughs> high profile poisoning cases that Russell would be working on throughout his career. Oh. So he her defense attorney Mr. Thomas Campbell Foster that is that is a British Thomas Thomas Campbell Foster. I love it. Argued at the time that Charles Cotton had died from inhaling arsenic that was used as dye in the green wallpaper at his family home. (laughs) You know, I like to sit at home and sniff my wallpaper. I lick it. um. I like that it was I like that it was specifically green. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Green no. wallpaper. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they probably went to the house and like checked it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh that's my favorite color. <laughs> but um after all the prosecutions and arguments were laid out, the jury left and it only took them 90 minutes. They came right. back and guess what? Ding 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 Good. ding. She was guilty. So and nice. she was so devastated with the result, but then immediately was like Cold hearted and back to her normal bitchy ass oh, yeah, self. That's what sociopaths do. Bitch is crazy. i would like to murder your own children? Like, bro. She um in so that was January what did I say, January tenth? Yeah. Yeah. So uh on in March of eighteen seventy three, she was hanged at the Durham County Gall. Gal? Gall. Of all 13 of Marianne's children, only two survived. Her son, George, from her earlier marriage to James Robinson and her youngest daughter, who had literally just been born right before she was convicted. Who was, so she, her youngest daughter was two months old, so she never even, like, met her mom.
1: Oh, good, uh, good Like, good enough to be, yeah. That baby needed to not be around her because she would have
0: had some crazy, terrible tummy problems. But that concludes this Ew. wacky fuck Story.
1: Wow, I don't even like. I don't, I don't know how to. Oh, most of these, most of these things we talk about, I don't know how to uh, process. Thank
0: you. that's the Process. Word I where, can't fathom it. All right, the things. I, I, all these fancy words that make us sound smart. Yes. Because we're not stupid. We made that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we? But um, that's just just can't imagine i'm like how many baby and i i just i don't i mean i know it was hard to be like medically taken care of like we've got like prenatals we've got like pre prenatal visits going to see your doctor you know once a month Mm -hmm. and then two weeks and then every week and then bam you're having a baby like but to go through 13 pregnancies like i would get you know, there's cases of story, or there's not even there's just stories of like people back then who had babies and they would just they die within yeah. a couple of months, and it was just natural causes because they didn't have what we have now. We've yeah. very much evolved as yeah, a freaking yeah. A thing. It's, it's, yeah yes, yes. We ate dirt and it saved us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Whoa! I almost. I'm fine. There may be dirt in my throat. I don't really know what's happening right now. <laughs> I, mean, I need to get out. I'm fine, guys. It's been a rough week. And I'm going to be working on Mondays now, so I'm mentally preparing for that. But don't worry, episodes will continue to come out on Tuesdays. There we go. I will have it edited and put together. And I'm sorry if you guys absolutely hate the ads, but um, it helps us. Um, it's another way for us to earn money too. Yeah, get over it. Through. I yeah, get over it. Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, if you also want to donate to our Patreon, like, that helps just as much. Yes. We've got some goodies. I'm getting ready to put some things together for Miss, for our friends over at How Not to Raise the Murderer, our first Patreon friends. So, um, I'm pumped for that. So, I've got to get in touch. I'll be like, hey, Kendra. What up, girl? Yes. <laughs> yes, Hello Babylonians! I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor, anchor anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different... It'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry. I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. Do you got it? you got a hole of rabbits? to you do?
1: know I have a big ass hole of rabbits. Are you ready?
0: No. Okay. But is Too it bad. is it dark? Is it scary? Is it weird? What is it? It's Tell me. It's, it's interesting. I love interesting. Okay. I'm get another poop. So I was watching. Just kidding, pop. Okay. Do it. I was watching,
1: um, The Haunting of Fly Manor. Oh. Yeah. I'm not. There's no spoilers, but there's one part. Whoa.
0: Nothing right. important happened. It's just my son being obnoxious. Yeah. I apologize.
1: And in one part, they're having a bonfire, Ooh. and um, a certain character goes and talks about where the where the wow. Shauna, find your words and use them correctly. Yeah, buddy. What a bonfire is and and where it got its name and where it's derived from. Um. So. I didn't... I wanted to, like, find that speech from the show. Not that I did deep investigating to find that speech, but I was (laughs) hoping that, like, looking up Bonfire was going to give me, like, the really long definition that she provides in the show. By the way, it's a really great show. You should watch it. It's super wonderful. I'm going to be binging it very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first one's really great, too. Haunting on Hill House. Okay, so... Anyways. Okay, so... So what I'm going to tell you right now is what a Bonfire is and how, how it derived how the
0: word's derived. To we live. love fires. We do that. That's, it's a Marshall thing for sure. It's like our whole family does it constantly. Mm-hmm. I've been around fires my whole life. My son loves fires and we have them in the dead of winter. If it, if it appeases and the weather's not, you know, yeah, blowing 900 wind, miles outside so. like right now, Which, but we love fires. It's just, it's calming. Yes. And we're very smart about it. We're not crazy pyros. Let's well, get that clear.
1: First of all, your mother. Hello.
0: <sighs> oh my God. Yes. My mom's the biggest freaking pyro out there. But, <laughs> She loves her bonfires, so So we're going to go from bonfires to how
1: this correlates with Halloween and sugar treating.
0: So it's kind of a,
1: a it's 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 a rabbit hole that has a turn, if you will. Okay, so a bonfire or bale fire is a large controlled outdoor fire made from bales of straw or wood. The word is believed to come from bone fire. In the time of the Celts, or, yeah, Celts. I'm going to say Celts and Celtic, just so you are aware. Hello, Ireland France. Yes. There were midsummer festivals where animal bones were burnt to ward off evil spirits. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find, not that I did, like, hours of trying to research this, but in the show, by the way, it goes into more detail about why bones were burnt and how it wards off evil spirits. (gasps) (laughs) It's really not a spoiler, it's just really, really interesting to me. Okay, so now I need to go to the next one because it has more information on it. Okay, go. Bonfires were also used for rituals. The idea was that fire would purify. It was used to consecrate things or people. Ooh, I love that word. Consecrate. That is to make them sacred in some in some way. In ancient times, cattle were important symbols of wealth and status. Such cattle were led through the smoke of a bonfire. Couples who were to be wed on May Day... Ah! would leap through the flames of the bonfire to seal seal their vows. Coals from a bonfire would be taken home to light the fires in family hearths. Hearths, Whatever. Hearths.
0: You're okay. right. Okay.
1: This practice was thought to bring good fortune. People also believed that the residents of the fairy Realm, F-A-E-R-Y, fairy. were incapable of producing fire themselves. Embers of bonfires would be carried to the underworld, and tended there. Okay, I don't. That kind of was weird. The great and Great Britain bonfires are particularly are particularly associated with Guy Fawkes Night, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. This night is also known as Fireworks Night or Bonfire Night. On yeah. this night, people celebrate that the that the Gunpowder Plot was discovered. This discovery took place on November 5th, 1605. They do this celebration each year. It's called an annual celebration. Is in that, Northern Ireland, bonfires are associated with celebrations on the anniversary of the Battle of the Boyne, B-O-Y-N-E.
0: Is is that what Sorry. they say in that movie? Is it in v, is it V for Vendetta where they remember, remember the 5th of November? Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that, that's just what went through my yeah, head. You should know that. She loves V for Vendetta. Remember, remember
1: the 5th of November
0: so like, yeah, yeah, she's she's much taller. taller. I'm stressing know. out right now. I'm okay.
1: fine. I'm fine! So, Continue. how trick-or-treating became a Halloween tradition. Boom. Trick-or-treating. Setting off on Halloween night in costumes, ring doorbells to demand treats, has been a tradition in the United States and other countries for more than a century. Its origins remain murky, but traces can be identified in ancient Celtic festivals, early Roman Catholic holidays, medieval practices, and even British politics. Hello, Britain. Halloween has its roots in the ancient pre-Christian Celtic festival of... Okay, it looks like Samhain. S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but that's not how you pronounce it. It's Samhain. Yes.
0: Because the Morbid Girls just did a whole episode on Samhain. So go check it out. Samhain
1: is a pagan (laughs) religious festival originated from an ancient Celtic spiritual tradition in modern times. Um, Samhain, a Gaelic word pronounced S O okay, pronounced Da-win, but spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, is usually celebrated from October thirty-first to November first to welcome in the harvest and usher in the dark half of the year. Celebrants believe that the barriers between the physical world and the spirit world break down during Samhain, allowing more—what did you—interaction between humans and denizens of other worlds. Um Arlo. Ancient Kelps marked Salwen as the most significant of the four yeah. quarterly prior festivals taking place at the midpoint between the fall equinox and the winter solstice. Yes. During this time of year, earth fires in family homes were left to burn out when the harvest was gathered. Nice. So, like, One be. thing I like about this link I have is I That's can nice. press on the red highlighted mm-hmm. words and I can find out more information. Okay, so Okay, so is it celebrate? Okay, so Halloween has its roots in ancient pre Christian um, Celtic festival of yep. Samhain, which was celebrated on the night of October 31st. The Celts, who lived 2,000 years ago in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Northern France, believe that the dead returned to earth on Samhain. On the sacred night, people gathered to light bonfires, offer sacrifices, and pay homage to the dead. Did you know? Nope. Although it is unknown precisely where and when the phrase trick-or-treat was coined, the custom had been firmly established in American popular culture by 1951. Huh. When trick-or-treating was depicted in the Peanuts comic strip, which is
0: I nephew. love Halloween. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love Peanuts. Um, yeah. In 1952,
1: yeah. Disney produced a cartoon called Trick-or-Treat yeah. featuring Donald Duck and his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Aw. Oh. I didn't know that. Right. I am okay. learning things. <laughs> During some Celtic celebrations of Samhain, villagers disguised themselves in costumes made of animal skins to drive away phantom visitors. Banquet tables were prepared and food was left out to placate unwelcome spirits. Ooh! In later yeah, yeah. centuries, people began dressing as ghosts, demons, and malevolent creatures, performing antics in exchange for food and drink. Candy! Candy! <laughs> Thus custom known as mumming, Dates back to the Middle Ages and is thought to be an ant, ant, antis, oh my Lord, Shauna, <sighs> antisendent, antisendent, yeah, it, antecedent, Sure, of trick or treating.
0: <laughs> Enjoy that, guys. I don't,
1: I don't know words, how to say them many times. Early Christians and medieval roots of trick or treating. By the 9th century, Christianity was spread into Celtic lands where it gradually blended with the supplanted older pagan rites. In 1000 AD, the church designated November 2nd as All Souls Day, a time for honoring the dead. Celebrations in England resembled um, Celtic commemorations of Samhain, complete with bonfires and masquerades. Poor people would visit the houses of wealthier families and receive pastries called soul cakes in exchange for a promise to pray for the souls of the homeowners' dead relatives. Oh, that's kind of of, that just gave me like chills. Sweet, who sprayed? That smells really good. Freaking Arlo. (laughs) She she did a choice of spray known as souling. The practice was later taken up by the by children who would go from door to door asking for gifts such as food, money, and ale. I. I mean I know in other countries like mm-hmm. drinking isn't the thing, but when I thought about kids here I me mean, like, Hey, can you give me some food, money, or like alcohol? <laughs> it, like to me it just was like thanks. odd. But yeah. whatever. That's just this makes sense in other places. <laughs> in Scotland and Ireland Hello yeah. Hello
0: listeners there. Hello. <laughs> Talking to my microphone cross eyed. I'm fine. Hey guys.
1: Good thing we're not filming with our Video cameras in Scotland and Ireland. Scotland, once again, hello. Young people took part in a tradition called guising, Hmm. dressing up in costumes and accepting offerings from various households. Rather than pledging to pray for the dead, they would sing a song, recite a poem, tell a joke, or perform another sort of quote unquote trick. Trick, Mm -hmm. okay, before collecting their treat. Which typically typically consisted of fruit, nuts, or coins. Sad. All right. So remember when I mentioned in the bonfires about Guy Fox Night celebrations? Yeah. Well, we've got a cool little picture here that we can. I'll send you this link. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, modern day trick-or-treating also oh has goodness. elements akin to annual celebration celebrations. Excuse me. Of Guy Fox Night, also known as Bonfire Night. On this night, I, for some reason, can see my nose ring, and I feel like I can see the back of it, and it's driving me... I I guess I'm holding my phone in a weird angle where I can totally see my
0: nose ring. Sorry, guys. Fascinating. It was really something you probably don't want to know. It's It's not cool, bro. (laughs) That's my favorite joke.
1: Okay, on this night, which commemorates the foiling of gunpowder plot in 1605, British children wore masks and carry... Effigies, Uh E-F-F-I-G-I-E-S, while begging for pennies. On November 5th, 1606, Fox was executed for his role in Catholic-led conspiracy to blow up England's Parliament, building and remove King James I, a Protestant, from, from power. Arloch. On the original Guy Fawkes Day, celebrated immediately after the famous Potter's execution, communal bonfire, or bone fires, bonfire. were lit to burn effigies and the symbolic bones of the Catholic Pope. By the early 19th century, children bearing effigies of Fox were roaming the streets on the evening of November 5th, excuse me, asking for a penny for the guy. <laughs> hmm. Alright, trick-or-treating in the United States, some American colonists celebrated Guy Fawkes Day and in the mid-19th century, large numbers of new immigrants, especially those fleeing the Irish potato famine in the 1840s, helped popularize Halloween. In the early 20th century, Irish and Scottish communities revived the old world traditions of souling and guising in the United States. By the 1920s, however... The Halloween activity of choice for rowdy young people. The Great Depression exasperated the problem, with Halloween mischief often devolving into vandalism, physical assaults, and sporadic acts of violence. One theory suggests that excessive pranks on Halloween (laughs) I'd like to buy a vowel. Halloween led to the widespread adoption of an organized community-based trick-or-treating tradition in the 1930s. That's right. This trend was abruptly curtailed. However, with the outbreak of World World War II, I'm having a hard time. (laughs) When sugar rationing meant there were few treats to hand out at the height of the post-war, baby boom trick-or-treating reclaimed its place among other Halloween customs. It quickly became standard practice for millions of children in America's cities and newly built suburbs. No longer constrained by sugar rationing, candy companies capitalized on the lucrative ritual, launching national advertising campaigns specifically aimed at Halloween. Halloween. So because of this, check this out. Today's Americans spend an estimated 2.6 billion billion With a dollars. B on candy on Hello? Halloween just the candy not the decorations not all i mean we the fucking candy <laughs> <laughs> so that sugar rationing that ain't a thing here in the u.s.
0: we're like well, you want Jeez the candy of,
1: you can have it according to the national retail federation and the uh, and the day itself has become the nation's second lar- largest commercial holiday I'm assuming the first largest is Hallow- or is um Christmas. Christmas. So there you have it. So went from bonfire <laughs> to okay, trick-or-treating and, and a little bit of, of uh,
0: I wanna Bonefire.
1: Yeah. So Bone when you Bone let fire. me know That's right, bonfire. Bonfire. <laughs> oh yeah. So if you guys know a little bit <laughs> it, it pretty neat, those of you in other regions. Um Yes. If you know more, if you know more of the details of bonfires,
0: bonfires, just any Halloween tradition, well, I really want to know about more the bon- about the bonfire with the, the bone- bones and the, and the, and yes. the um, these, yeah, the, the,
1: the traditions back then and, and how that wards off the evil spirits. And I just, I'm just gonna have to rewatch the show again, but like, Arlo, Hey, very, very interesting. Very, very, I I don't know. This was a fun little rabbit hole, and of course Halloween, Halloween,
0: Halloween. Oh God, yeah, buddy. Oh man, what a doozy! What a doozy of a blood... yes. I told I told Kendra I was gonna start saying that it's a
1: doozy. Yeah, that
0: her episode is now out. I mean, it's been out for a while now, but go check out her podcast. I did an episode with her about the case of Sarah Stern. It's an it's it's a soft case, but. It's a, a not not a great ending, so it's sad. So what's her podcast? How not to raise a murderer,
1: right? How not to raise a murderer and how do you get a hold of her? Does she have Twitter or- Yes.
0: Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of it. Um, the same name, the same Yeah, the Twitter handle is hntramp. OD. I remember you talking about Yes. And um I'm also I'm I'm in a group with a bunch of crazy amazing podcasters. I'm gonna shout some of these Humes out. Oh shout out to you Humes. Live with Big Bruh. Hey yo Yes, he's he put he put our group together, brought us all together. There's a guy called King of Kino. He talks about like all like Kino tricks and stuff. like how to like been okay <laughs> so tune into that and oh my god he reviewed our podcast he's like anything that has starts off with uh, um there's going to be slurp sounds i'm hooked because <laughs> he listened <laughs> to the titanic episode and i had to go back and listen i'm like i do i say you're like i'm sorry if there's mouth noises because i'm eating and i'm like i'm sorry if there's slurp sounds because i'm drinking and he's <laughs> like i'm in so um the ill-advised wise guys <laughs> Um, I've got, I'm going to put together a playlist and listen to all these guys. There's the Holmes movies. talk about, uh, I'm assuming Sherlock Holmes. Um, the truck cast, the branch podcast. Have you seen it? Um, I've listened to one of her episodes. It's pretty cool. She talks about different shows in different countries Ooh. and it like kind of the storyline. And, um, she has a really nice voice. I like listening to her. Ooh. Um, the geekiest podcast, nice. infectious group podcast, the smoke and mirrors, what podcast should I listen to next, ours? But anyways, hey, that's good. Their podcast. Also, shout out to True Crime Garage.
1: Yes, um, they don't. I mean, I don't think they listen to us, but I listen to them, and they said the funniest thing on one of the last episodes I listened to that only murderers litter, and I thought that yeah. was so fucking funny. You
0: murderers litter.
1: <laughs> I want to just, it just says that.
0: Only murderers <laughs> litter. True Crime Garage. If You litter, you're murder. God bless it. I've mur- I've littered but that's just a few of them Oh mind bloom if you uh, she talked about mental health and uh, she talked about breast cancer too and it um, she has the most soothing voice and all of us have said that several times I'm sorry for the screaming we're almost yeah, done here we, this isn't a soothing podcast. This so. is not a soothing podcast. you do not come here for um, beautiful soothing <laughs> wonderful but no my, it's, yeah it's just mind bloom you. Um, that's what she is on. Um, I like that title. It's yeah. So Mind really bloom mm-hmm. you. She's just, and her, yeah, her voice is just okay. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. He is tired, but, um, yeah, so that's just a few of them. I'm, I'm going to try and shout out more of them because there's more. And I just, the podcast community is absolutely amazing. We have almost 800 followers on our Twitter because of all Yay! these amazing people.
1: We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And to we're us. almost telling our- other
0: people about it. I' We're almost at 2,000 plays, guys. <laughs> we just hit 1,900 a couple days ago, and I'm like, 1,900 plays. That's crazy. So, thank you for listening to us. If you want to follow more of us, um, you f- go check out Instagram. We post all of our um, pictures about what we talk about each episode on there, at Bloody Babble's Podcast. Twitter handle is at Bloody Babble's. Facebook page is Bloody Babble's Podcast. Send us a Gmail at... Bloody podcast at gmail.com. If you're feeling inclined, check out Anchor or patreon.com slash Bloody Um Also, our intro music is fantasy and world music by the Fighters, so go show them some love on YouTube, yeah. please. And there's always something that I always want to say at the end and now I don't even remember what it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm going to remember after I'm done recording. I'll be like, stop it! There it is Stop trying to ride Sheba like a horse. She is not that big of a dog so um until next time guys um i've I've been working on a super big case. I've talked about it a lot. I kind of like this whole spooky thing, but this it may end up being um a two parter where we do release part one on a Tuesday and the other one on a Friday, but I've been doing heavy, heavy research on it and I like I've read a book I'm trying to get better about researching because I know that's very important not only to you guys but to, also to me because learning about these crazy sad stories and giving the full story to these victims that we end up talking about is very important. So stay tuned for that. So until next time, my friends, Babylon! Babylon.